Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton, and I'm so happy that you are back for another episode, even if my voice is kind of going a little bit. I was away for the weekend at a family wedding and lots of talking, and I was also singing at the wedding, and so just using different parts of my vocal cords, I guess, that I've used in, in a while, and a lot of laughing, too. Time with family, a lot of laughing. But uh, let's get down to business. Today, we're going to be talking about stress, your response to stress. And so if you are a stress eater, or if you are someone who maybe drifts from your goals a little bit when you're stressed out, I am talking to you today. I used to be a hardcore stress eater. And to be perfectly honest with you, it's still kind of my programmed response. Like when I get overwhelmed, I'm thinking about junk food way more than if everything's cruising along just fine. So I still have that patterned response in me, but I've created new responses to stress that work much more effectively for me. And I want to help you do the same thing. And I think everybody kind of knows what I'm talking about here. You have your goals. You want to change. Your goals are really important to you. But when things get stressful, maybe work is really hard or home is really hard or as happens very often when you're dealing with stress from every angle, everything is hard and you give in. You say, I can't deal with my goals right now. It's just too much. It's too much. And you turn to food out of habit or maybe for comfort or as a distraction. The reason is less important than the fact that you're in the habit. You have this pattern of doing just that. But here's the thing that I want everybody to keep in mind. Stress is a part of life. Things are going to be hard. Welcome to the human experience. Yeah, this particular stressor you're dealing with right now might be resolved. So if you're putting off your goals until you get over this hump at work or at home or whatever, there's another one coming. Like, it's just true. I will tell you, yeah, I've lost over 100 pounds. My stress didn't go away. I still deal with different stressors that come up day in and day out. So, I mean, we kind of have to figure out a healthy way to deal with response. We cannot sideline our health and sideline our goals every time life gets hard because life is hard and it's kind of going to be hard and we just have to work on our response, okay? There's no doubt at all, no doubt. Your ability to reach your goals, your ability to live the life you want to live, your ability to be happy and to stay happy, and your ability to minimize stressors in your life depends very, very much on how you respond to stress. 
So let's start with a really simple question, just to sort of assess where we're starting out as we listen to this. Is your current stress response working for you? However it is that you deal with stressors, is it working for you? If the answer is absolutely positively yes, 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 then save yourself some time. You don't need to listen to this episode. But if you're not sure or you're saying no, I want you to think about is your stress response, how you respond to stressful situations or circumstances, is it getting you where you want to go? Is it making your stress, whatever that initial stressor is, is it making it better or is it making it worse? Is it the kind of stress response you want to have? Is it working for you? And if the answer is no, that's okay. That's why we're here. We can make a change. We can always make a change. We are never, ever, ever stuck. Now, I would be a total jerk or just completely irresponsible to not state the obvious here that there's two factors when we talk about stress. There is the stress itself, the stressor itself, and your chosen response to that stressor, okay? And today we're talking about your chosen response, but that doesn't mean that we shouldn't ever look at, we absolutely should look at, how we can minimize the stressors themselves, or in some cases, eliminate the stressors themselves. But today we're talking about the response. Certainly eliminating the stressor or minimizing the stressor is incredibly effective, right? But stress happens. And when you run full force into the same stressors or the same type of stressors, Well, maybe you need to look at eliminating the stressor themselves, but we don't want to overlook the importance of having a healthy and productive stress response. Because like I said, welcome to the human experience. It's going to happen. All right. We want to look at what you do when you're feeling stressed. And I want to go through five reasons to make good choices when you're stressed or five reasons to improve your stress response. The first one is when you're feeling stressed, when you're feeling overwhelmed or anxious, you need to do something that makes you feel better, better, something that puts you in a place of control. These food choices that you turn to, this self-sabotage, this is an ineffective coping strategy because two primary reasons. Number one, it makes you feel worse than you felt before. And number two, it makes you feel out of control. Stress itself often makes us feel out of control. But then when we turn to food as a coping mechanism, we feel even more out of control. And we did that of our own volition. Like we did that by choice. And I get it. It's what you do. And if you're anything like I used to be, you might have convinced yourself, maybe you're still convinced that turning to food actually helps, that it works, that it makes you feel better. But let's really take a look of that. Let's, let's really see if that's true. Here's the situation, all right? You're stressed. You're overwhelmed. You feel like there's not enough time or there's not enough money or there's not a solution or all of the above. You're just fried. You feel alone or maybe like there's just no good way out of this. So you eat. So you say, screw it, whatever, I don't care, it doesn't matter. I hear that all the time. And so you eat some pizza and some ice cream. And maybe while you are eating, like while you are actually chewing and swallowing, you feel a little bit of release, a little bit of an escape. But five minutes later, what do you feel? The initial stress is still there, isn't it? 
Unless your problem can be solved with pizza or ice cream, like unless your problem is you're stressed that you don't have pizza, right? And um, if it's any other problem than that, then pizza and ice cream is not the place to turn for the solution. Because after you eat, you feel heavy, you feel thick, you feel exhausted, frustrated, defeated, disappointed, bloated, angry, irritated, out of control, whatever. And on top of that, the initial stressor hasn't gone away. You've just created another one by choice. Now, the alternative to that would be, all right, things are hard. They sure are hard. And I don't know what the next step is going to be. I don't know how I'm going to work through this situation, but I can choose to create something positive here. I might not be able to solve this problem right now. I might not even know how to solve this problem yet, but... I can do something positive here. I could maybe create a meal that is amazing and makes me feel amazing. I can set aside my frustrations for 10 minutes to enjoy this healthy, delicious meal. Maybe I can just take a shower or wash my face and brush my teeth. Maybe even floss. Whoa, stepping up the self-care. Maybe I can just change the sheets on my bed or wipe down the kitchen counters, clear off my desk, maybe take 10 minutes and just empty the trash out of my car, or send a letter to somebody that I know would really appreciate it, okay? Then when we do that thing, not all of those things, but maybe one or two of those things, we start to feel like, okay, I'm in control, and I'm feeling really proud of myself for how I handled this situation. The stressor is still there, but now I feel more capable, more in control, and at a bare minimum, at least I haven't created a new stressor by stuffing myself full of food and then creating resistance and resentment and low energy. I've done something positive. Even if it's something small, I've done something positive because I was telling my clients the other day, my, my Fat Loss Fast Track folks, that to choose something that makes you feel worse in response to stress is actually kind of masochistic. It really is. So don't do that. Decide to be a problem solver and decide to stop turning to solutions that don't work, that don't work. I know you're better than that. I know you're smarter than that. And I know that you're wise enough to look at it and go, this doesn't help. This doesn't help. And I'm kind of done with stuff that doesn't work. I'm kind of done creating more problems for myself because the world is going to hand me enough challenges. I'm not going to add to the fray by creating more problems. Don't be like that. You know, you're smarter than that. You're wiser than that. You're more strategic than that. The second reason that I want you to work on changing your stress response is because of, this is more of a sciencey one, the compounded hormonal effect of stress when we overeat or eat sugar and processed foods in response to stress. So obviously, when we are experiencing stress, our bodies produce stress hormones, right? We can all understand that. And we have a general understanding of what stress is, whether it's problems at work or financial pressures, family chaos. When we experience those stressors, we create, we experience a hormonal stress response in the body, a physiological change in the body in response to stress. But here's the thing we maybe might overlook. Let's say we then eat in response to stress. We binge or we overeat or we drink. We turn to food to escape. 
that creates new physiological stress, not just new emotional stress because we're beating ourselves up or we feel like we have low energy or we're disappointed in ourselves, new physiological stress, blood sugar fluctuations, and consuming dietary toxins and processed foods, and overeating, these trigger a physiological stress response in the body, a hormonal stress response in the body. This isn't just some isolated thing that only impacts our body weight. If we eat in response to stress, this is not just a body weight issue. It is a physical health issue. It is a hormonal issue. Every stressor we add adds more stress hormones, and that is not just emotional stress. It is the physical stress caused by blood sugar fluctuations, the physical stress caused by consuming toxins, the physical stress caused by overeating. Now, if you want to understand what happens when we have this chronic stress response in the body, you can listen to episode 179 of the podcast. I'll link to it in the show notes. But I talk about how when we have these constant stressors, it slows our rate of fat burning. It increases our rate of fat storage, especially fat in the abdominal area. It leads to mood instability, mood swings. It leads to depression, lack of focus, a whole host of other mental health issues. So we have to think about it this way. A stress response is happening in my body, right? We feel overwhelmed. We feel anxious. We feel out of control. That is a stress response. And that is going to have a physical reaction in your body, not just how you feel, not just the sensation of overwhelmed. That is a that is a reflection of physical changes that are happening in your body. So this is happening in my body right now. It is absolutely impairing my fat loss and damaging my health. Do I want to add another? Do I want to add another? When we choose to binge, to overeat, to go for the sugar in response to stress, we are basically saying, yep, I know that there is a stress response happening in my body hormonally that is impairing my fat loss, that is impairing my mental health and my overall health, and I want to add another. Don't do things that don't work. Don't create more problems. The world is going to give you enough to handle. Do not add to the fray by turning to food in these moments of stress. The third reason I want you to change your response to stress is that moments of stress are when you need, 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 need to create positive emotion. It's not when you need distraction. Please do not confuse distraction with positive emotion. I used to distract myself with food all the time, but that food that I used as a distraction from stress or emotion, it did not create positive emotion. Yes, I liked the taste of Hostess cupcakes, but I was lying to myself if, and frankly when, I said that it made me feel good. It made me feel bad. It made me feel really, really bad. You need joy the most when you're stressed. You need positive emotion most when you're stressed. Think of it as a crossroads. You're stressed or emotional or overwhelmed or all of the above. You can either generate more stress with your choices or you can create positive emotion. You can create joy. I know for some of you, that is going to be very hard. I know for some of you, you're like, I don't even know how to do that. I don't even know what I would do. And I get that. I remember very vividly. I was in my first, the first home I ever owned, brand new construction, five bedroom house, only two people living there, new dog, good job. 
I was 350 pounds and deep in a depression. I was standing in the hallway on the second floor. I was on the phone with my mom. And she asked, she was worried about me, and she asked, she said, Betsy, my family calls me Betsy, don't try it or you're out of the club. Like, out of the club. Don't pass go. Don't collect $200 out of the club. Anyway, she said, Betsy, what, what brings you joy? What makes you happy? And I couldn't think of anything. And that kind of like startled me a little bit. I was like, I'm in my, I was in my late 20s at the time. I'm in my late 20s and I don't know the answer to that. So I get it. I understand. Some of you might be thinking like, I don't even know how to do that. And I didn't either. Now, some of you might know. You might know how to create positive emotion. You might know how to create joy. Great. Go do that thing in response to stress. But if you don't know, if you don't know what generates positive emotion, I understand that I didn't either. One thing that I think generates positive emotion for a lot of people is eating a delicious, healthy meal, something that you enjoy right? And then cleaning up the kitchen afterwards, putting leftovers in the fridge. If nothing else, it makes you feel accomplished, like you did something good, like you gave yourself a little pat on the back. Sometimes, as small as it seems, that's where we have to start. I didn't know. I I lost touch of like what positive emotion was. Don't even talk to me about joy. I had no idea. But I did know how I could at least make myself feel productive. And because I saw myself as a productive person in most things. That was a positive emotion for me at the time. So that's kind of how I started. What could I do to feel productive or just feel like a little proud of myself? Like, good job, kid. Do it like I'm doing something good. Start with that. And I personally, for me, started with the simplest things, little tiny things that just made me feel like, hey, I did, I did a good thing. I'm feeling productive. Cleaning out my car, cleaning the laundry room, or folding the laundry, going for a short walk, making a healthy meal, writing a letter to somebody that I knew would really want to hear from me or really appreciate that, like my grandmother or something like that, you know? It's okay if you don't have a hobby that you love or a friend that you always have a blast with. I didn't either. It's okay. Start small. If joy totally befuddles you the way that it did me, that's okay. Pick the small things. Now, because I've been journaling for so long, I have go-to strategies. If I'm under stress or I'm over-emotional or I'm overwhelmed, here's my short list. I I sort of check myself and I'm like, all right, Elizabeth, you, you can't keep pushing on right now. You need to take a minute. And literally, sometimes it's a minute and sometimes it's an hour and sometimes it's the rest of the day. My short list of the things that I go to when I'm feeling stressed are working out. I am not thinking about my stressors when I'm thinking about, oh my gosh, my body's breaking, right? (laughs) Or I go for a walk or I clean I don't love to clean necessarily, but it does make me feel very productive. And sometimes that's just what I need. Sometimes I take a nap. And if I can't take a nap either because I can't fall asleep or I don't have time, I will lay down and do some deep breathing for one minute or five minutes or 10 minutes. The other thing that I do oftentimes that works for me personally, and I know this because of my journal, is focus on gratitude. Now, 
I typically will write down th three things for which I'm grateful. And I was telling my fat loss fast trackers about this. And one of them said, I don't think this really works for me because I'm always grateful for the same three things. And I was like, yeah, right. Like your spouse, your kids and your job or your spouse, your, your health and your job. And I said, that's not what gratitude is all about. Gratitude is about thinking about things that evoke emotion. It's not a checklist like, yep, roof over my head, my bills are paid and I'm healthy. No, that is not what is going to give us the positive benefit. When it comes to gratitude, specificity reigns here. So if you want to say that you're grateful for your spouse, then I want you to think of something that made you feel grateful because the goal here is to evoke positive emotion. So if you're thinking that you're grateful for your spouse and you just feel like you're checking a box and it doesn't do anything, then I want you to think about, I'm grateful for my spouse because the other day when I was really upset, he sent me a text message in the middle of the day just to know that he was thinking of me and he hoped my day got better. Thinking of that particular experience will likely evoke a positive emotion for you. Or if you're feeling like you're grateful for your job, then I want you to be specific about it. What is something that happened recently that made you feel like, gosh, I'm really lucky to have this job? Maybe it was the fact that a client reached out to you or reached out to your boss and said that you did a really great job and you're really good at what you do and they love working with you. That sort of thing is going to evoke positive emotion. So the key to gratitude is specificity. Now, whether it's gratitude or it's working out or it's cleaning something or it's writing a letter to somebody, I want you to work on creating a short list of things that make you feel good or at least make you feel productive or capable or in control. And you can turn to these as your first line of response to stress. The next reason that I want you to change your response to stress is for energy conservation or energy generation because most of us, do things in response to stress that further drain our energy. We choose responses that drain our energy, but then we're less capable of dealing with the stressor because we have less energy. We're less mentally capable. We're less physically capable of dealing with the stressor because we've chosen something that further drains our energy. We need to look to restore our energy or generate energy in response to stress. When we overeat or eat sugar or eat processed food, that further drains our energy. Even watching TV drains our energy. I know we tend to think, oh, I'm so tired. I just want to plop on the couch and watch TV and veg. That actually lowers our overall energy level. That's why it's so hard to like motivate yourself to get up off the couch and be productive. Stress is physically exhausting and it's emotionally exhausting. And when you respond with something that further drains your energy, you're just less equipped to cope. You've got to realize that that's counterproductive and it's time to make a change. Instead of staying up later to snack and overeating and distracting yourself with food and Netflix, go to bed. Literally, go to bed, get some sleep, and I promise you'll feel more capable of handling that stressor in the morning. Instead of saying, screw it, and going for the cookies and the ice cream, set a timer for 10 minutes and write down everything you need to do related to the stressor or everything that's within your power that you might be able to tweak or adjust or take control of to address this stressor in your life. I was reading a book recently 
the author, I don't remember the name of the book or the name of the author, but I will find it and link to it in the show notes. Um, This just popped into my head. But I was reading this book and the author was telling a story about a basketball camp. He was working at a coach as a coach at the basketball camp and they were all prepared, all geared up, all ready and expecting 500 kids to attend the camp. Right. So they had all the staff they needed, all the stations set up. They had their plan ready to go. Everything was great, except 2000 children showed up when they had prepared for 500. So they didn't have enough equipment. They didn't have enough staff. And their plan was never going to work for 2,000 kids. And everybody started to panic. We don't have enough balls. The kids are going to have to stand in line for hours. And they're never going to have a turn. Nothing's going to work out. And the author of this book, again, I don't remember his name, but I'll link to it over in the show notes. He said, all right, everybody stop. What do we have? What do we need? They told him what they had, what they needed. And he said, give me 10 minutes. 10 minutes later, he came back with a plan and gave him the plan and people piped up and they were like, yeah, but no, we were going to do this and we were going to do that. And and now we can't. And we had planned to take him through this thing and we had planned to do this. And he was like, hey, that plan you're running your mouth about, it doesn't exist anymore. So why are you spending your energy talking about? Shut your mouth and get to work executing the new plan. And guys, we do this too. We exhaust ourselves in our head. We're running through scenarios that just aren't going to work. Maybe they were supposed to work. Maybe they were the plan. And we're wearing ourselves out. We're draining our energy with different scenarios, fears, doubts, worries, situations that haven't happened. What ifs? How comes? They drain your energy in the same way that overeating drains your energy. On the flip side, sitting down, coming up with a plan, and then getting to work, executing it, restores your energy. And if you can't do that, get some rest. And if you can't do that, get in a quick workout. And if you can't do that, ask for help. But do not further drain your energy with complaining, whining, talking about the scenarios that didn't come to fruition, the what ifs, the how comes, the how bad it is, how unfair it is, or by stuffing your face and then wishing that you hadn't. The last reason that I really want you to change your response to stress is that how you always respond is how you'll always respond. And if you're still listening to this, I'd wager that you don't want to keep responding the way you've been responding. You don't want to make excuses every time you get stressed out. You don't want to throw away your goals every time you get stressed out. You don't want to manufacture more stress with the crazy world inside your head every time you get stressed out. You don't want to turn into a raving B-I-T-C-H every time you get stressed out. You don't want to eat through the pantry and the neighbor's pantry every time you get stressed out, right? Your ability to reach your goals is directly related to your ability to handle stress. Life is stressful. Life is hard. Welcome to the human experience. So we have to change our response because if we keep doing what we've been doing, we're going to keep getting what we've been getting. And yeah, the work project that you're currently stressed over might come to an end, but something else is going to come up. The situation in your home might get better. I'm sure it probably will, but something else is going to come up. So if you keep passing the buck down the line thinking, oh, well, I'll deal with it then. I'll deal with it when this is resolved, when that is resolved, when I have more money, when I have more time, when the kids are a little bit older. Dude, there's always going to be something. So it's not about the stressor itself. It's about your response to the stressor. If you don't improve your response to the stressor, 
then you're gonna be stuck in this place where you only have control when it's easy street. Guys, life isn't easy street. And if it is, I wanna talk to you and figure out how you got that deal because my life isn't easy street. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Let me just shoot straight. I lost over 100 pounds in some of the most stressful times of my life. Starting a business, right? Going through personal challenges, going through financial challenges, you name it, life is hard. You cannot put your goals on the back burner to deal with stress. You must improve your stress response because how you respond is how you respond. It's not about the stressor itself. It's not about, oh, well, once I get through this tough season at work or once my kids go to school, dude, there's going to be something else. Have you not seen that some stressor from 10 years ago went away, but like seven more took its place? This is the human experience. And we want to be confident in our ability to move towards our goals no matter what is happening. I tell people all the time, I can make great food choices in my own home. I can make great food choices in your home. I can make great food choices in Vegas or Disneyland or on the moon, it doesn't matter because I have mastered my responses no matter where I am. And we have to do that in response to stress. If we turn everything off when we get stressed, well, guys, this stressor might pass, but the next one's right behind it. That's just life. And you can be capable and confident in any stressful situation once you commit to improving your stress response. Doing it when it's hard makes it so much easier to do it when it's easy. And doing it when it's hard gives you the confidence that you can, gives you the confidence to know that no matter what comes your way, you're in control because you are, because you are. All right, let's wrap up with what I ate yesterday. It was a travel day and it started with coffee because the week of the, the day of the week ended with why. And so the day started with coffee because that's how the world works, right? For everybody, isn't that just true? The day starts with coffee, like the sun rises, coffee happens. Anyways, um, then I had a frittata, so eggs, and then in the frittata was uh, mushrooms and spinach, and I think a little bit of cheese as well. Um, I was traveling. And then I had a little bit of sashimi and a salad, keeping it light because I didn't work out yesterday. I was traveling and I was uh, feeling a little under the weather, so light food throughout the day because I was on planes and sitting on my butt and I didn't work out. So I just don't need to eat as much when I'm really inactive. So the frittata was pretty big and it came with a salad. Uh, and then the, the little bit of sashimi and the salad was just plenty. I listened to my body. I drank plenty of water because traveling always makes me feel kind of puffy. So that's what I ate yesterday. That's what works for me. You do what works for you and we will see you next time. Have a great day, guys. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there.
Hey Houston, Khan's prices are invincible. That means prices have been cut low, as in amazingly low, as in won't be beat. In fact, we're backing it up with our low price guarantee. Invincible prices on appliances, furniture, electronics, mattresses, and more. Not invincible enough for you? How about free next day delivery on appliances, TVs, and mattresses? And payment options for everyone, whether you have good credit or building it. Visit Cons today and find out what invincible feels like. At LensCrafters, we value expertly tailored eye care, provide state-of-the-art eye exams, offer a wide assortment of designer brands and high-quality lenses, because everything we do at LensCrafters is for every site that makes your life special. We offer 50% off lenses with frame purchase. Shop in-store and online. Book your annual eye exam now on LensCrafters.com. LensCrafters, because sight. Eye exams are available at the Independent Doctor of Optometry at or next to LensCrafters. Doctors in some states are employed by LensCrafters. Offer valid to April 2nd, 2023. See associate for details.